Inevitability, 1959. Artist unknown. Unknown materials. Oh, good. You saw the line on the ground demarcating the safe viewing zone for this piece. The paint has a tendency to fade quickly, and it's not uncommon to overlook it. And considering the installation's complete rejection of anything resembling a safety rail around its perimeter, you can imagine that some unfortunate mishaps have occurred here. It is a steep drop-off at the edge, after all. But it seems you've developed a keen eye and a healthy fear of standing too close to anything on display here at the estate. Well done. As for what exists beyond that edge, at the bottom of the drop-off, this pit was not always here, nor the water within it, stretching out as far as the eye can see. Neither was the ebb and flow of its tidal currents, nor the jagged, jutting rock formations around which they swirl twenty feet below. Prior to this piece's materialization one night in 1959, this room housed a lattice-like geometrical sculpture that doubled as a children's jungle gym. That was of course not the intended use for that sculpture, but our staff grew tired of reprimanding children for climbing on it when their parents wouldn't and eventually stopped trying to. But that is not relevant to the piece at hand. As you can no doubt see, the current installation's very nature is a paradox. On the one hand, it is contained within the walls of this room. On the other, the water stretches to a far-off horizon just as any other ocean would. Do you hear anything? Any secrets whispered in the gentle and not-so-gentle crashing of the water against the rocks? Do you see anything out in the distance? Anything emerging from the mist? Any hidden portents revealing themselves in the silt carried by the water and settling like tea leaves at the bottom of a cup before being disturbed again and again, over and over? Stay to watch this installation long enough and you will witness the kind of destruction that normally eludes human awareness. You will witness the total erosion of all the rock formations you now see, even the ones you aren't entirely sure are there, way out near the horizon. Watch long enough, and you will be made sure of those distant structures, but only when the something you thought you saw has faded definitively into nothing, when even the waves, having no more adversaries to fight against, calm and become a flat, dark pool the depths of which defy comprehension. That is, if you choose to wait long enough, the whole process takes an entire day. At midnight, every midnight, there is a great roar as the tides reawaken and the crumbled pieces of stone reform, immaculate and untouched, waiting and ready for a new cycle of decay to begin. And such has it gone every day since it first appeared all those years ago. However, there is some debate that not everything resets exactly as it was at the stroke of midnight, for in the intervening years, the perimeter of the installation has expanded, ever so slightly, ever so infinitesimally. You see, the painted line behind which you now stand for your own safety, the one that is hard to see, eroded as it is by the salt air, is not the first such marker the estate laid down, nor the second, nor the third. It is a voracious tide below you, stealing ground a few grains of stone at a time. What else might it swallow before it has had its fill?
As you undoubtedly know, the Godfrey Estate and Museum has made a name for itself for, among other things, its eclectic collection of art, antiquities, and curiosities. It is perhaps due to the collection's wide variety, one encouraged by Annabelle Godfrey's interest in the changing artistic landscape and evolutions in style and medium, that we've received a number of questions regarding NFTs. Namely, does the estate own any? And does the estate have plans to acquire any in the future? For any who don't know, NFT stands for Non-Fungible Token. Non-fungible meaning not exchangeable or replaceable, or in other words, unique. And token, which refers to a sequence of code on a blockchain, the framework for cryptocurrencies that represents a digital item, such as a picture or a video. To answer both aforementioned questions, no and no. The Godfrey Estate has no plans to ever purchase an NFT. The estate simply cannot reconcile the environmental impact of the sale of NFTs with its values, considering the truly staggering amount of energy consumed by such transactions. And while we understand the monetary draw NFTs have for artists, and would never begrudge anyone for trying to make a living off of their work, we do encourage anyone thinking of purchasing NFTs to support artists in other ways. Perhaps purchasing a physical print of that design you love so much? Or an original painting? Literally anything that you can hold in your hands and display in your home, and not a digital wallet. The Bleeding Roses, 1930. Salvador Dali, Oil on Canvas. Though more understated than many of Dali's other works, The Bleeding Roses is no less powerful for its comparative visual simplicity. Or perhaps straightforwardness is a better descriptor. In the painting, the naked figure of a woman leans back against a pillar, her arms wrapped around it behind her as if for support. She and the pillar stand atop a structure, perhaps a building or maybe a feature of the landscape, that is a dull brown and which dominates most of the background behind the woman. Beyond this structure is a mostly clear sky, though dark clouds creep into the upper right corner of the canvas. And it is from the woman's abdomen that the bleeding roses of the title appear. Four distinct flowers emerge, fully open, their petals a deep, rich red. And as these roses push their way out of their host's body, so too do rivulets of blood, which run down the woman's stomach and thighs. The title of this work suggests that the blood comes from the roses, but consider the woman's posture, her body braced tight against the firm support of the pillar, her head turned up and away from the viewer as if in contemplation, or pain. Given the nature of the roses' emergence, it is difficult to believe that the woman's own blood does not mingle with that of the flowers that the effort and time required to birth these roses does not come at a cost, one that includes pain, one that may leave scars, one that forever alters the landscape of her body. It may be a cost worth the paying, if she wants the flowers, if she wants the task of tending them once they have left the safe harbor of her body. But what if the roses are not wanted? What if the time to grow them and the task of tending them are more than what she is able to give? The cost, then, is simply pain. Pain without purpose, without joy to lessen its sting. 
An interesting and subtle detail of this painting, one that is easily overlooked at first glance, is the human shadow cast upon that large, dull brown structure. The shadow falls just to the right of the pillar against which the woman braces herself. We do not see the figure who casts the shadow, only the suggestion that they are there, just out of sight beyond the edge of the canvas. Someone who waits and watches the woman. Watches, perhaps, to see what she will do. With this detail in mind, perhaps there is yet another reason for why she stands where she does, her figure concealed from whomever casts that shadow. Perhaps she hides in search of a private moment, free from judgment, where she may ask herself about the roses and the blood they draw, and decide on her own terms if the cost of those roses is one that she wants to pay. Thank you for listening to the Godfrey Audio Guide. This episode was written, produced, and performed by Nicole Knutson, with sound design and editing by James Ferrero. It was produced on unceded Tongva, Chumash, and Keech territory. Enjoying your trip to the estate? Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on your podcast app of choice. And consider telling a friend about us. Or two. Or three. Or everyone you know. To keep up with The Godfrey, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at The Godfrey Guide, or visit our website, thegodfreyaudioguide.com. For Godfrey merchandise, visit our online store, thegodfreyaudioguide.threadless.com. And finally, if you're interested in becoming a sustaining member of the show, make sure to visit our Patreon page, patreon.com slash thegodfreyaudioguide. In addition to our various membership tiers, you'll also find full episode transcripts available as public posts for any who wish to read them. Until next time, friends, see you back at the museum.